do you know if you're a people pleaser? Well, you're probably exhausted from doing so much for other people. You're probably ready for it to be your turn, and yet you feel guilty and selfish if you wanna do something for yourself. If you can relate to that, stay tuned. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I've got a full solution for you, and we talk about different aspects of that every episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. From emotional intelligence skills, to practical coaching tools. We use my own framework I created called the Solve It Method. And I have guests on from time to time to share their expertise with you as well. So you are in the right place at the right time being exactly who you are. And now join me for this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Welcome to this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop your inner critic. I have been so profoundly aware of how much inner judgment, self-judgment, that critical inner voice, the inner critic, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) it's all the same thing, how much that is impacting all of my clients' lives. I mean, in the last few weeks, I don't know if I've had a session with anybody that didn't include that. And for myself, because a lot of times when something keeps showing up in my clients, I'm like, hmm, this is also probably showing me something I need to look at myself. So I looked at it for myself and went a little deeper than I've ever gone before on it. And I found all kinds of things that I am still judging myself for, still pushing myself in my own evolution, even through judgment instead of love, which is the opposite of what I teach. So because I always want to practice what I teach, I had to really dive into that. And what came up for me actually pretty quickly, uh, probably because it's what always comes up for me with clients too, when they're judging themselves, it's really easy for me to see this with clients. Of course, it's a little harder for me to see it in myself sometimes is the lack of self-love that fuels that self-judgment. Or another way to think of it is when we're in love, we can't be in judgment. And so love will automatically sort of take the fire out of judgment. Now I can be in love with myself and notice something I did or did not do that given the chance I would do differently right? People use the words like learning a lesson or making a mistake or learning from our mistakes or whatever. I sort of don't enjoy those phrases because it, it tends to make me feel like I've done something wrong or it fuels that old belief of, you know, I'm bad. I'm going to be punished. This is because I did that, whatever, because judgment and criticism always like to connect those sort of painful dots. Like, Oh, well, because you did this thing, you didn't get to have that thing. Or, you know, because you made this decision over here, that meant you didn't get to have these other things in your life that you want or whatever. And that's all just a big bunch of fuckery and lies, actually. (laughs) It's just the way the brain, the mind, your mindset wants to keep you 
in the pattern of self-judgment, in the pattern of criticizing yourself, because that's what it's used to. The mind always wants to just kind of stay in the same lane it's always been in, even if that lane is really painful. And I'm sure you can look at other people in your life and know this, and maybe you can look at yourself and know that they will keep doing something, even though it's painful to them, but we keep doing it because there's something about the human condition that keeps us moving towards what is familiar, even when what would be different would be so much more lovely and loving. So I really spent some time. In fact, I was almost absent on social media as far as reels and stuff that I, that I typically do live for a week or maybe closer to two back towards the end of July, because this was all percolating in me. So I don't do that kind of live stuff when I'm not feeling sort of inspired to say something. I'm not going to just get up and regurgitate something the same way. I don't do it in these podcasts, even though they're recorded, it's just easy or in a recorded thing because I can have an inspired day an inspired moment and record. Right. Um, so anyway, I took some time to go inward because that's what I always recommend to everyone, right? The answers are always inside of us. I reached out to a couple people, the way my clients have reached out to me in their journey to say, Hey, wait a minute, this is really, I get that this has really been an issue for me. I have been pushing myself for years and years through inner judgment instead of inner love. And that's not to say I did it exclusively any more than you probably are always driven by judgment and never driven by self-love. Probably not true. The mind loves us always and nevers too. But look at something that you've been struggling with and ask yourself, like, just really honestly, am I being critical of myself? Am I being judgmental of myself? Am I being hard on myself about this thing, whether it's, you know, what you think about your body or what you think about your income or what you think about the job you're in or the people you're in relationship or whatever, those things may all need some change in them. It doesn't mean that we might not want to start doing something differently, but the energetic feeling, the energetic signature of moving towards something we want because we're in love, because we're loving ourselves into a better way of eating, more exercise or more, you know, just movement, um, more things that will take care of us instead of deplete us, relationships that are reciprocal, that are mutual, instead of ones where I'm expected to give, give, give all the time, and I don't get to ask for what I want, you know, all those things, we can move towards them because we're driven by some, you know, judgment about people pleasing, and I don't want to be a people pleaser, and people pleasers don't do this, you know, or we can do it from love, like I love myself too much to be a people pleaser, I love myself too much to give to others to the point that I'm depleted and exhausted. I love myself too much to do something that I know is going to end up being painful or harmful to my body. And then when we're in self-love, there's this thing where, oops, like right now I'm sitting here at my desk. I'm struggling a smidge because I have a muscle spasming a little bit in my back because I overdid it and I overworked a muscle 
the sort of at the end of my abdomen, you know, whatever those muscles are up there at the top of your abs. And it kind of wraps around into my rib, um, around my rib cage into my backbone. And I overdid it. And so it's spasm, spasming and hurts a little bit. So I can look at that in love and say, oh my gosh, I need to do a little extra to take care of my body. So for instance, I'm going to cut my work day a little bit short today. I've been doing a lot of my work sitting in a spot that's comfortable on the couch where my, that part of my back is supported. So it can kind of relax and stop spasming. Um, really laying down in bed feels the best. So I've also taken plenty of time today to just try to do whatever I needed to do laying flat on my back because that felt better. So I can do that out of love and just accept it and be like, okay, so I didn't get quite as much done today as I thought I would. And I'm, I did what I did that hurt my muscle, you know, that was overdoing it. And so I got that and I'm not going to do that to myself again. And that's okay. Rather than like beating up on myself for overdoing it. Right. It's, it's like self-judgment will just grab us everywhere it can. Well, you shouldn't have worked out so hard. You shouldn't, you knew you didn't, didn't. And now suddenly I'm judging myself on top of, hurting my muscle, you know, straining my muscle and having these spasms. So it can come at you from every which way, but here's what love does. Love just sort of, they, they, it's like, they can't exist in the same room. It's like light shining on darkness. Like it just expels it. So when I really turn to myself in love and say, Oh honey, I am sorry. Your, you know, back hurts. Your front hurts <laughs> since it's an abdominal thing and goes from my front to my back. You know, you're tired because you didn't sleep good. You've got, oh my gosh. Well, like, what can we do? Let's, you know, get the ibuprofen. Let's lay flat on the bed. Let's, you know, take off work a little bit early today. Let's do these things to take care of you because I love you. And then suddenly in that, without me having to try or really do anything, the judgment just kind of disappears because they, they just can't exist in the same space. Now, it could pop back in, you know, when I wake up in the middle of the night in a jolt because I moved and it tweaked my back, I might have a moment of judgment. Oh my gosh, why did I do that? Why is it, you know, what's wrong with me? What, all the things that self-judgment says. But as soon as I notice that I can go back to love, listen, honey, it doesn't matter, right? Like if you had a child that broke his arm falling off his bike, you know, sure, there might be something to learn about bike riding in there, but that's probably not the first thing you're going to say to your kid, right? You're going to be loving and comforting. And assure him that you're going to take care of him and that it will heal and it will be all right. And he will ride a bike again someday, you know? And so that's the way you approach yourself, the way you would a child or a pet that you love. You don't browbeat them. Sure. If you need to say, you know what, need to that thing you're doing on your bike, it's not really very safe. So you might quit doing that, you know? But it's not, it doesn't have the air of that judgy, like you're bad because you did that. You know, it doesn't have any of that. That's what our judgment always has is this very harsh condemning, you know, you're bad. It's wrong. It's all very sort of black and white. Whereas love is like, oh, I see how you really wanted to 
learn how to ride your bike with no hands, <laughs> but maybe we need to practice in some other ways first um, so that you can do it and accomplish that without breaking your arm. You know, so I hope that this resonates and that you have some experience or do it with yourself right now, something you've been critical about, that if you could give yourself a loving message, and I mean loving, again, I, if, you know, this isn't clear yet, it's not like love always says, sure, go do it, sure, eat 20 pieces of cake tonight, sure, you know, whatever, overindulge, right? Love isn't saying that either. Real love, like, again, think about your dog, think about your cat or your kids, you know, you're not going to give them treats until they puke because you love them. That's not what love does. Love has boundaries. Love doesn't always say yes, but love doesn't send us to our room because we had a bad thought or something like that, right? It's like, okay, honey, that thought might not serve you. And now let's move on, you know? So there's always this loving energy when we're really in love when we're in indulgence it has a little different feel it's you you'll just feel it it's a little more like the part of you that just wanted your mom to always say yes you know it feels sort of like that or sort of rebellious or something I don't care no 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 you know totally different than I love myself and prioritize myself enough to not be overly affected by the fact that you don't agree with me by the fact that you think what I'm doing wrong you know, that you criticize me online or whatever. Like I respectfully don't care. You get to have your opinion and I've had mine, you know, that's very different than a sort of rebellious or angry. I don't give an F what you think energy. So play with this a little bit. You, all of us have experienced this sort of pure love I'm talking about where it can say no, it can say yes. It takes all the things into consideration. It isn't overly impacted by other people's feelings or thoughts or ideas. It's very much about what feels like it is in my highest good. And if I make a decision that seems a little short of that, that's okay. I can have that self-forgiveness and be like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll get it next time. And I can be loving and compassionate with myself. You know, that's always a part. Compassion always comes right along with it. When we can't be in compassion for ourselves, we know we're still holding some judgment, some criticism. So I would love to know how this works for you. If what I'm saying resonates and you feel like you can use this tool of dropping into, wait, let me go replay that and be with myself in love and feel how different, hear how different my thoughts are, how different I feel. And so therefore how different my actions are because at another time in my life, spasming back or not, I would have been driving myself to do all the things that were on my to-do list because that's what I need to do. Stop, you know, acting like a baby, whatever, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do it. And all of that is driven by a criticism or an inner judgment that, whatever, I've done something wrong by hurting myself. And so the price I have to pay is just do everything anyway, you know? So that's where I would have been 10 or 15 years ago, 20 or 30 years ago, for sure. And today I'm not. Today I'm in a much more self-loving, self-compassionate relationship with myself. So I'd love to hear how you're feeling about your relationship with yourself. 
And as a reminder to kind of help you maybe stir up some of this stuff, I've got the people pleaser quiz that there's a link in the show notes for. So you can go do that quiz and kind of see where you're at in the people pleasing spectrum and also get some helpful tips. So I love you all. Thank you for being in this episode and I'll see you next week for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Check out today's show notes to get any specific links for today and also to get links for your free resources, a link to find out more about my self-coaching framework, the Solve It Method, and a questionnaire for those of you thinking about working with me one-on-one called Curious About Coaching. So thank you so much for being with me in this episode. As always, it means the world to me when you put a five-star review on whichever outlet you're listening to this podcast on. And I will see you in the next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser.